the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of uh, uh, women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. I still like the uh, the casting couch idea. It yeah. Makes me chuckle. Well, dude, the, the great <laughs> thing is, is does that the, pull out into a bed? Even it does, like a futon, like folds yeah, down. Yeah, it's um, like you, I have to pull it away from the wall a little bit. But that was one reason. So my in laws, it was at their uh, lake house, and they uh, they didn't want it anymore. And I was like, well, take it. I mean, I was like, I'll just put it in here. She's like, okay, free. And it'll, like, you can fold it to a couch. Then you can actually tip the, like, the head up. Which I guess at that point it wouldn't work, really, because the TV's there. So if you wanted to watch TV, it wouldn't really work. But <sighs> whatever. I guess I could reverse everything. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Well, the idea was also if, uh, like, people... Like came over and we needed extra space, you know, they would right, make a yeah. bed so someone could go sleep on that. No, I think this is a good arrangement. Yeah, it works out. And that was something we had at the old place, uh, the old house, and it was in our bedroom. And it was, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to throw it away. It's a nice little electric fireplace. And it does get kind of cold down here because, you know, basements are always right, cold. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's just, just make it happen. So I moved it in here and it's coming together. <laughs> Is that a real Wichita Eagle? Yeah. So it's from 19, like, I think it's 1923, December 31st, 1923. I bought it at that uh, antique store. It was like five bucks, and it was, just happened to walk by, and they had a bunch of old, like, <laughs> um, everybody responding. <clears throat> I had to send off pictures of your casting couch set up, because that yeah, it just makes me chuckle. <laughs> it, it is. It does look like it, doesn't it? <laughs> You put a camera right here and just <laughs> like so. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, it was just a cool newspaper. And it was like they were laminated. And they had a bunch of them, and uh, I just thought it was neat. It was like, it's old. It was like, and then it's funny because I don't know if I should say it on here. I'll just let you go read it later. There's like a word on there, and I was like, wow, 1923. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's like wow, and just the newspaper that was just common. Sure, I yeah. Mean, and I was like, and I, so I read the article, like it's like on the front and on the back of it is the, and it's like on the back. So I flipped it over and I read it and I was just like, what the hell? Some guy escaped to uh, like a prison farm or whatever. And you know, like a, whatever they used to do it back then, you know, like the chain gangs or whatever. There was a couple ones there. There was one for, uh, I think it was FDR. It comes to Wichita. There's a couple websites you can go to that have like copies of old newspapers you can go pull stuff up just from like whenever it's kind of neat i've done that a couple times for my other podcast because mm-hmm. every now and then you find some weird stories that don't exist anywhere else they were just like an oddball right. article that popped up once upon a time in some small town what's funny is like that's a i don't know that was probably like real news you know like <clears throat> it's not just propaganda like the stuff is nowadays because you know murder farm mother gets life and it's something about, like, she confesses she killed her nine-year-old. Yeah. I mean, you would see that stuff in the paper now, but it'd probably be on the, like, back page. I don't know. The back page. The back page. Is that a thing still? I don't know, man. I haven't looked at a physical newspaper. <laughs> Until now. I, I actually... <laughs> like, it's been a long so time. So, my last encounter with the Wichita <laughs> Eagle, they were still throwing, throwing it in my driveway. It wasn't the actual paper, because I didn't subscribe to it, but it was, like... Every so often, they'd throw down like a small one. Yeah, to try to get you to like subscribe. I, I actually called him and complained and said, "Can you guys stop throwing trash in my driveway? Because I hate having to go all the way up here and like because I have a really long driveway." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm lazy too, so there'd be like four newspapers piled up, soaked in rain. 
So my stepdad growing up, you know, also a long driveway, he would. I wonder how they even uh, stay in business. Oh, there's a just, well, you got to think there's a lot of old, my stepdad still gets the paper. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's 60. I mean, 60, I read a bunch like of their 66 stuff. 66 now. I read a bunch of their articles and stuff online, but I don't like pay. Right. And I, I mean, I know they obviously got ads on their website and stuff, but the actual I don't know. Paper? Maybe, maybe they're just getting a lot more traffic than I think. And uh, that yeah. Pays for I it. mean, I think there's still a lot of people out there that you got to think gas stations still buy them too. Not yeah. as many as they used to, but they still buy them. I wonder if they get people. like a tax write off for doing that. Cause that's almost, even that seems like a, how, how do you justify that? Yeah. I don't know. The only time we bought them was when we, what did we do? We needed, Oh, when I, <laughs> I was doing work in the basement down here. And uh, I had cut all these holes in the ceiling for lights and for speakers. And I was spraying the texture. And I didn't want to, like, spray up into there, you know? Yeah. So I just, like, stuffed it full of newspaper. So I had the wife go to, like, quick trip and get. So that's spray-on? Yeah. They make spray-on knockdown ceiling-looking stuff now? Yeah. That's interesting. All it is is mud. Well, so when we, when I, when we had ours done, they had, like, this huge machine. And they were actually, it was, like, throwing plaster up there. And then somebody was, like, scraping it. That's what I did. So yeah. I, got, I got a, it's like a, well, it's not huge. It's like a. Oh, like a hopper that you put It's a hopper and okay, it goes I on you top were saying of the like You got like that in a can somehow. And oh, like, no, 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 no. You know, like a popcorn ceiling where they oh. just unload. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's, it's mud, drywall mud that like mixed up pretty thin. So it'll fly up there. Yeah. And yeah, you just jizz all over the ceiling with it. And then. Uh, in the ba- casting couch room. In the, yes. And that's actually not knockdown folks. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Then you take the, uh, it's basically, it's a giant squeegee. It's, you know, it's like, right, know, right. It's probably yeah. yeah, I watched them do it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. You know, I haven't mudded or taped, uh, since I was 13 when my stepdad was, was building his house. And, um, so, I mean, it's been, oh, I'm 35 now. So I thought I did a pretty good job. I am increasingly in camp. Pay somebody to do it. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I, it was an experience. I'll never do it again. So I'm, I had this conversation with the wife the other day about something else. Cause we got a lot of junk stacking up around our property just from over the years, you know, from, you know, old fencing pieces of wire, rubble, bricks, concrete, you know, um, just a bunch of random crap. And I have some land, so it's not like all up around my house, but I was like, Hey, I'm going to, we'll, we'll gather all that up and I'll put it in a big pile and I'll just pay one of those junk pros people to come out and pick it up and be done with it. Yeah. And she really wanted to, uh, you know, we have family member with big dump trailers and stuff, and that's fine, but my half ton can't really pull those just because they're really heavy heavy trailers, heavy trailers yeah. right? And uh, so I'd have to borrow a truck and then load it up, and, you know, it's a dump trailer, which is awesome, but you still have to go out there and, like, pull stuff out, especially if what I'm getting rid of is, you know, there's some kind of really janky cattle panel fencing that's, you know, 15, 20 feet, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. It's pretty mm-hmm. long. Um, so I'd have to, I'd still have to go out there to the dump and do that and borrow somebody else's truck. And then inevitably they're going to get a bunch of flat tires. Cause I just drove their truck to the dump and yeah, it's not yours. It's you drove someone else's yeah, so get flat it, tires. Increasingly my, it's, it's not that I'm not willing to do the labor. It's my time is a premium, right? Yeah. Because if I take on that project, it's going to kill the better part of a whole day for me to do it. When I'm just thinking, well, moving the junk around my property to one spot I could do that just piecemeal here and there mm-hmm. as I have some free time on a weekend, you know, have a couple beers and just do that yeah. and not be a big deal. But I just hate the idea of something that I could just pay a couple hundred bucks or whatever and, you know, somebody come do the thing I don't want to do. If it's something that interests me, yeah, you know, like... Um, like your car? Yeah, the car or some of the trim stuff or, you know, some landscaping, things like that. Oh, yeah, I'll do all that, but yeah kind of the whole finish the basement thing i'm kind of like <laughs> maybe frame it so right because that should go pretty quick once framing, got all the lumber framing but. was fine electrical was fine i actually enjoyed doing electrical um <clears throat> uh hanging the drywall was like fuck i hate this because even my father-in-law so he came he came he lives you know lives in missouri and he came over here and we were on uh christmas break so he came for like the week and uh I pretty much had this room almost done by the time he got here. But I think part of my, because I'm, you know, aircraft, right? So everything's by the 
and I was when I was trying to do this, like I was getting frustrated if stuff wasn't like perfect. And he's like, "Dude, you're not building air." Isn't it amazing that we don't have glass light bulbs anymore, so the cat can just yeah, and nothing breaks. Victory. Throw that cat away. Um, so he's like, "Dude, he's like, you're not building an airplane." He's like, "Mud and tape will cover this." So then things went a little quicker because it took me to do this room. That's a normal sized room, right? Right. Yeah. Like would be a normal sized bedroom. Right. It took me like three days. <laughs> and I was like, those guys who do it for a living, it would have taken them like a an hour. Does this cat have claws? The front ones doesn't know. Okay, cool. It has back claws. So I can get aggressive with it. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not start he, bleeding. He'll bite you though, but like not hard. He does like a you know, you know, he's a I don't know. I play with him all the time. But yeah, so framing wasn't bad. Um electrical wasn't bad. And like drywall, I would if I was gonna do it all over again. I could do that again. I won't do drywall again. And I'm talking hang it or mud or tape it. And then after that, it's paint. And really, paint's not that hard, you know. I mean, you can go buy some paint. So, you know out there, you've got your uh, the the Patrick Mahomes kind of fathead thing on the wall in your chief's room. Mm-hmm. In here, you should see if you can get an Alex Jones, a Jeffrey Epstein, a Bill Clinton, and then, I don't know. I like Jeff that. Goldblum or something. I bet you could. Oh, I bet it'd be easy. It'd be hilarious. And you got to put Epstein <laughs> by the couch. Yeah. <laughs> just right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just full of. I'm in on the Alex Jones for Justin. sure, though. He would be. Oh, that'd be sweet. Kind of, kind of our. Oh, and uh, uh, Pepe the Frog. That's a good one, too. 100%. I wonder. There has to be a company that makes, like, fat heads. I bet it would almost be something. You know, like I assume the posters, like the Walgreens thing, dude. Yeah, a stupid cat. I bet they would do stuff like that. So that's where that came from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you could do. I mean, that's twenty-four by thirty-six. So, <clears throat> is there any? Is that thing empty? Because I don't want to spill it. I'm about to go. I mean, I could throw them upstairs. Yeah, it's empty. So yeah, just knocked it over. Okay. Proof. All right then. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'll be glad when I have doors. So, for the listeners. Since we haven't done a podcast in so damn long, this I moved and I built a house and I finished the basement. Well, one of the bedrooms in the basement has become the new studio, and I've got the basement probably I'd say ninety five percent done. I got to do trim, got to do door still. So the studio is very close to being done. It, however, does not have a door, so I have a cat that is being a little asshole. That was that light bulb that went you know fell a minute ago because he's knocking shit down. Anyways, um, yeah, you could do like a. I could just do like a up to that size, 24 by 36. I could just like cut it out. Yeah. A, a giant Alex Jones and a giant. The the hard, the bad thing is, is uh, quality. So the, I want, I don't know, that's obviously not the original one we used to have. Yeah. It's actually in there in the little office area. Um, that fucking cat. Uh, the I don't know if you ever noticed. I, I think it probably didn't matter when it was on camera or like I think the one time he recorded, but the resolution was kind of shitty, so it was kind of grainy. Yeah, and it always annoyed me. So I end up finding a, another photo on the internet that was like super high resolution, and I messed around and I actually just did this the other day, and that basically it looks better because the resolution's higher. Because once you blow it up, you know, twenty four by thirty six, mm-hmm. if it's like crappy resolution, it looks crappy. I mean. So the hard thing is about finding like an Alex Jones head. It'd have to be like a really, really good high resolution. And the problem about finding photos on the internet a lot of times, since they're going to the internet and they're, you know, you know, down, uh, condensed and, you know, they're, you know, it's like anything file you, you know, we always yeah. make it less of what it originally was. So it's hard to find high resolution stuff to get like, you know, yeah. So speaking of up the creek, uh-huh. how about that uh, Silicon Valley bank? collapse have you read much about that uh just a little bit what i saw on twitter um i don't like so what what happened like they don't have the funds basically because people want money now yeah right so i mean this is probably way oversimplified and i'm a complete retard when it comes to stuff like that but you know basically old timey world you know the way the bank has money is that you give the bank money to save your savings then becomes the money that they loan out to other people plus interest and that's how you're you know, blah, 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 blah. They keep so much on hand. I'm sure all that's bullshit, and that's not exactly how banking does anymore because no. nothing is the way that it's supposed to be. But, uh, yeah, basically they mismanaged all the funds they had, 
and could not meet their obligations, you know, that they had through, you know, loans and interest and stuff that the bank has to service. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's crazy. They go. So I don't know if you've you've probably, and and apparently, and again, I I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be a super expert on it. Whatever type of bank they were was not an FDIC type thing necessarily. Like a lot of people are going to get effed over. So it's not really even people so much as, uh, companies roku i saw roku yeah like the you know the company hell that tv's a roku tv they had like 420 some million dollars tied up in that bank Mm -hmm. that's that's a lot of fucking money it is and you know they they reached kind of a a too big to fail things right so Mm -hmm. you know i think it already sounds like the government's going to swoop in and bail them out which i think is just another example of it's really kind of the end of the empire. I mean, there's yeah. there's no rules and there's no consequences anymore. All you have to do is be in and connected and whatever, and there you go. Some people get slaps on the wrist, but right. the millionaires will still be millionaires, and all the companies will get theirs. And in, in a way, that's a good thing because, you know, obviously there's dudes like us that work at Roku, right? Yeah. And you know, I don't want to see that guy lose his job because some crappy bank effed up. But at the same time, it's either... Well, it's not a free, free market, market, yeah. Or it's not. Right, and exactly, not. exactly, and it's not a free market. Yeah, and so, you know, what irritates me, and this is where, I don't know, I could have empathy for kind of some of the more commie socialist type stuff in the sense that, uh, you know, when things start going south, the government's going to swoop in to bail out all the people that screwed up at either FTX or Silicon Valley Bank, mm-hmm. right? Those people are going to be fine. But then if, you know, let's say our company goes under in we lose our jobs and now you have missed a house payment. You're going to be the first one to, to lose your house and your livelihood and have to sell all your things and, and be screwed. So the rules still apply to you. Yeah, right? exactly. And I, but, but they don't apply to, well, and that, well, they use those rules that apply to us. Well, we don't want this to happen to anybody. So we got to save these guys and still keep millionaires, right. which is like, well, maybe, maybe, I mean, I guess if you're going to protect anybody, and I guess this is like the socialist commie thing, maybe protect the people that it really does affect. Yeah. And the millionaires should get punishment for it. Because a little slap on the wrist isn't okay. Like, right. <clears throat> but it, well, if you heard, you've read about fractional reserve banking. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing, the banking thing is weird to me because, you know, like old timey thing, like, you know, you go uh, put your money in a savings account. Back then there was like an incentive, like the interest rate was much right. higher. So there was an incentive to keep your money in the bank because you were going to make money off of your money while the bank used that money. It was a loan to the bank, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the bank would then give out loans and they'd make money and everybody's making money. is happy. But then, you know, fractional reserve banking comes around. They're like, oh, wait, we can just say we have this money and we can just get, you know, it's, it's, it's just wild. I guess for people that don't know what fractional reserve banking is, this is probably a really bad, uh, you know, uh, uh, example of it. But basically, like the bank doesn't have the money that they're actually loaning out. I mean, right. They say they have the money because it's all digital now anyways. So they make all these loans. So they're making money off of you when they never had money in the first place to do it. And there's that just keeps going yeah. and going and going. And, you know, that's happening all over the country now. It's freaking crazy. Oh, yeah. well, like, you know, and here's another thing that's sort of not really related at all, but whatever. Um, so I like Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to like the way he thinks about things. And I like that he's out there attempting to do stuff, even if maybe I don't like what he's doing, but whatever. It's um, because he's, and I'm using him as an example because it, because it happened when he, when he bought Twitter, it, it kind of came up and for a while it was a thing, but this is not unique to Elon. It's just that class of person. Right. Mm-hmm. So he owns obviously all these shares and all these companies and, and whatever. Right. That's not actually liquid cash. So like his net worth and like assets, which these things are, in a sense, an asset, uh-huh. is a bunch, right? Sure. And he doesn't pay any taxes on that because it's not income, right? It's right, just, it's just, it's an just asset. money that's sitting somewhere. Right. And I'm not advocating <clears throat> for more taxes. I'm just advocating, you know, that people realize how screwed up the system is. But even though that's the case, he can still leverage that as collateral for a huge loan which can be billions of dollars that can then be used to go buy something else, right? That mm-hmm. can then just turn into another asset. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really work like that for you and me, right? No. And it's, I don't know, it's well, just crappy. You know, it's one of those you have money to make money kind of thing. And Man, it's interesting you say that because I, I, I don't know exactly how this works. I mean, you can you can go get a loan and put your car down as, as collateral. So I guess you could argue that, yeah, that's all they're doing with the stocks. Yeah. It's the same thing, but... 
I, I don't know because you're still just talking about. I don't know. It, the, I'm probably it, wrong, but it, it's, it's a just, lot. It's, it's a frustrating. Lot. The the like the ratio is way off. Right, because your well, car is not, not worth a, nearly it's, as it's much. It's not as, an income. Yeah. Don't tax it, but yet right. everything I do financially is going to be based off of. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I don't know the so whole the could, whole loan structure thing. It's just, weird. There, here's another thing that and I'm not like super. You know, like I don't understand this 100. percent But I guess if you get a term life insurance policy, so a term life insurance policy, you can actually borrow on that term. So let's say you get a right. policy for. I mean, it would it would cost you a lot of money. Let's say it's like a million dollar policy, right? So let's say you borrow five hundred thousand dollars from that policy. Now, at at death, they're not going to pay out a million dollars anymore. They're only going to pay out five hundred thousand. So you can take you can and it's interest free. So you could pay it back. You don't have to pay it back. It's it's I, like I said, I don't understand one hundred percent how it works, but apparently you can do this, and then you could take that money, and then you could go buy other assets with that money, and then you could make money off that money. I was like, so. Apparently that's what a lot of people do that are rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is that he has money so he can use it to go make more money, but it's not yeah. really income because it. But it's it's just all. But isn't it's it a weird? shell game, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and, it's and the thing is, it's going to be so much more instantaneous when we have a CBDC. You can just like click, 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 and then you're like, "Hey, I have all this extra money." I mean, good for that guy, right? I'm not I'm not advocating for more taxes or that he should be taxed. What I'm no. really advocating for is that don't fucking tax me. Right, like if, there, if there's nothing associated with this, <laughs> I don't want to talk about taxes. He's right playing now. with way more millions of dollars in wealth than I am, but yet yeah. here I am. You know, basically, well, you so know, I think anybody who's making less than what is it? You spend like, I mean, honestly, if you if you go look at your paychecks and your income tax, the end of the year that you paid, and you know what you owe, and all this yeah. crap and property tax, you basically spend four solid months of every year working for the government. Yeah. So in a twelve month year, only about eight months of actual income belong to you. Well, then that's not. And then even that gets divvied up between like you know your house or rent tax, yeah, or sales tax. tax, You know, if you smoke cigarette tax. Oh yeah, there's very little free cash. You know. And then if you want to have a permit, like to put on a garage sale, or you want to put on a garage sale, you have to have a permit for it, so you pay another tax right there. And let's talk about inflation, where there's those hidden. You know, it's really just a tax. Or if you have a house and you have a garden and you grow some vegetables and you want to sell those vegetables to somebody at, say, a farmer's market. Got to get taxed. Right. We got a, um, There's a booth. You have to pay for the booth. Hey, sir, I would like to buy your apples, right? And then it's like Agent Smith shows up. You can't sell these get, apples I didn't without get a piece me. Of that. I didn't get a piece of that. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I don't. God, taxes. It, you know, so you talk about taxes, income taxes. You know, the, and it'll never pass, obviously, because there's a lot of this, like, well, Republicans have control of the House now. So, you know, we're going to come up with all these cool bills, like doing away with the uh, the income tax, which is a fantastic idea. And they want to do like a base rate tax on what sales tax, I think, or I fr- whatever it was. I'm like, I'm in. Too bad it'll never pass. But that would be great because I pay income tax, you know, then sales tax and then, you know, then property tax. And it's like, well. How many more fucking taxes do we need? But, you know, that's... Oh, there's fixing to be a lot more. If the country's going in the tank, the first place they go to looking for money is going to be regular folks with things like that CBDC and... Oh, absolutely. Stuff like that. CBDC, then they're going to force you into... Actually, uh, driving an electric car. Someone told me the other day that uh, GM... They said they heard on the radio or read... Maybe... maybe oh, I know, It's a guy. A guy I know who actually reads it, still reads the newspaper. Said he's reading the newspaper. Son of a bitch. Yeah, there's a guy I know that still reads the newspaper. Uh, he said he's reading the newspaper that uh, GM is actually trying to pay off all its all of the, uh, their executives right now because they want to get all those old people out so they can bring in uh, the newer people that are oh more modern and you know, more more woke really so they can uh, really go all electric and stuff like that. Thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, I have absolutely nothing against the idea or concept of an electric car. Sure. However, the fact that they are being forced onto us mm-hmm. from the top down by arbitrary government rules that say by this year you will do this or else is absurd and asinine because no sane person can look at existing infrastructure or even the forecast of what infrastructure might be in 10 years or 15 years and argue that that's going to be viable. Right. No. And so the counterpoint would be, well, the gas cars aren't going away. They're still going to be a used market, but the used market is going to be bananas. 
And oh. I think one of the best examples is going to end up being trucks because, you know, people that have toys that, you know, want to go camping, they want to go to the lake, they want to go to the desert, they want to go to the mountains, they want to do mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's electric trucks and yeah, an electric motor will pull like a son of a bitch. I mean, don't get For me wrong, like there's tons miles. of torque, but you don't have the range, right? Now, sure, when you hook a trailer up, you have about half the range in a gas or diesel truck. But you know what? You can be back on the road with the full tank in about 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Right? Now, the electric stuff, even the best one, you know, you're looking at, I don't know, a half an hour, right? Yeah, but that, that's on one of those. It's not like, just a matter of like whatever. building a station. I think people don't realize the wires and the cables. And if you're going to have a big one, you know, now you're talking about having to have a substation. And then where's all that power coming from, right? Like... It's a yeah. whole big thing. And what and what makes the the actual electricity most likely coal. Yeah. I mean, nuclear would be great, but we don't want to do that here in the United States cuz ooh, nuclear. Is bad. Well, even even England, right? They just turned on a coal-fired power plant that had been dormant, you know, that was just in reserve just because there's not enough. Yeah. You know, and I in Germany. So you mean wind Ger- turbines Germany, aren't working? That's the big thing in this country nobody realized that. Germany did the whole wind thing and it failed and so you know now they're extending the life of some of their nuclear stuff and it's it's great save the planet be clean that should be something we aspire to do i i don't the climate change thing is bullshit in my opinion but that being said a, a good human goal should be let's do things as cleanly as possible there's nothing wrong with that but you can't force something that isn't there you just end up screwing it up even worse right it would be like if you wanted to finish your basement, but you didn't have any of the tools, so you just got like the cheapest crap possible and faked it. That's what I did, though. No. <laughs> well, you're doing great then. Yeah. Never mind. I take it all back. No. But it, it's like the buy once, cry once thing, right? Yeah. We're going to cheap out now and then have this crap, and it's going to be this crappy infrastructure that we're going to be paying for for forever, and nobody's ever going to fix it because it's the same yeah. way we do things now. It, it just... <clears throat> It's well, you a dumpster know, fire. If there's the, not enough copper, there's not enough silver. You know, well, and then, okay, let, how do you get the copper and silver? Right. Fossil fuels have to dig that shit up because mm-hmm. electric's not doing it. But um, hey, what do you do with all these batteries when they're done? Yeah. 10, 20 years down the road. Yeah. I mean, the average car that's on the road in America is 10 years old. Yeah. It's it's wild to think. Like, we, we're a couple, you know, just dumb redneck fucks from Kansas. And we can just sit here and think about that stuff. But, you know, like Greta Thunberg, it's like, you've you've never thought about this? You, you, she probably has. But, you know, it's a cult, so... And she's not gonna... She's well, already I, in too deep, so... I think it's it, it's not it's not necessarily even any one thing. It's, it's a whole bunch of things all at once, so it's really hard to pin down. But, I mean, there's definitely the cult aspect. There's people that... They just believe the narrative or whatever it is about anything, whether it's Ukraine or the electric cars or anything. Mm-hmm. Hook, line, and sinker. And so that's what they're gonna do. You know, and then there's the element of control, right? If I can, if I can, and this is the problem with it not happening organically, is because it's something that's being forced from the top down, they are going to have a heavy hand in picking who the winners and losers are going to be, which controls the industry, mm-hmm. right? And then once that gets rolled out, I mean, look at the laws that are already on the books, right? We're talking, I think it's 2030 or 2035, uh, be- all the cars are going to have to have a remote kill switch, Right, yeah, a uh, huge percentage of them are going to have to all be electric, right? Um, and what's the point for a remote kill switch? I mean, I, I know what it is. Well, sure. In what this, they in say, the point zero zero one percent of times that there's a high speed chase, they could just turn somebody off. Yeah, and that's all I'm sure. But yeah, that, yeah, that's for. all it's ever going to be used for, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you know, Lord knows you're never going to be a dissident of the state, or, or you know, whatever it is, or uh, rationing. Right, you've run out of carbon credits, or your taxes are overdue, or we don't like you, or oops, the system glitched. You said something. You, know? you said bad things on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's really. China. You know, you know what's crazy to me is <clears throat> we probably already have a social credit score here in this country. We just don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. That, that information's out there. It's just oh, they absolutely. don't let us see it. And I. Uh, so there was something they did. I think this was in the early Obama years. It was called like the road user survey or something like that. And the premise of the, of the study that they funded, what they did is they put a little GPS unit on everybody who signed up for its car. And then they drove around for a period of time and then they sent them a bill. And the bill was varying degrees of detail. You know, how far did you drive and where and to when, and what time, 
and some bills were much more specific than others. Uh-huh. And one of the points of it was to see how far they could go before the people in the survey thought they would be creeped out, right? Uh-huh. And what that really was doing was, you know, because this has been this is this is the whole part of it. This is a top-down bullcrap scheme, right? Right? They're going to tax people by the mile, and they're going to know yeah. where you went in what kind of vehicle, and how far, and when, and what time, and all that information will be available, right? Whether or not you know that that's what they're taking, or whether or not they even end up taking that amount of detail, but that's the world we're moving to, right? There, mm-hmm. there will be, you will leave a fingerprint on everything you do. So, you know, the freedom of movement is uh, very quickly going away, right? In, in the truest mm-hmm. sense that you could just hop in and go somewhere and no one knows. Yeah, you remember a few years ago when I think it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee. One of the they were doing like self driving tests and stuff like that, and like people hacked it and just killed it. Yeah, like that's, I mean, that's, that's even happened with Teslas. Yeah, it's already out there. So I mean, it's you know what cracks me up the most is the uh, <laughs> the electric Jeep Wrangler commercials. The four by E's, they're so fucking terrible. Well, they show these people like driving around in the forest <laughs> in and the, the mud puddles and stuff. And, stuff. And, it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, whoa, <laughs> it seems like a bad electricity idea. and water don't go together. By the way, well, <laughs> even if you could, right? I mean, sure, seal it up and it's fine. I'm just thinking in the terms of a lot of these places you show these people going are not the kinds of places where there are even gas stations mm. nearby, right? I mean, no. even in my truck yeah. when I had my Toyota and stuff, when we'd go driving through kind of the hills or the forest or whatever, that's a very conscious thing of like, all right, I need to shut it off because I still have to have enough gas to get back. Yeah. Um, so in your electric Jeep, you can drive like a mile into the forest because you're going up hills and stuff and really have to use that torque, which is taking more juice. But hey, you yeah. know, you felt you got, you got to go off-road. Well, and this is an extreme example, and I realize this would be the minority of things but it's something that would happen either accidentally or definitely on purpose right for like people that do jeep stuff most of the batteries in these cars are built into the frame right you're sitting on top of the battery right so what happens when there's a big tree stump you didn't see or a boulder that you come down on right into the batteries and then what do those batteries tend to do and they get opened up to atmosphere yeah (laughs) it just seems like a bad idea Anybody who actually buys one of those and takes it off road is a fucking idiot. Which, okay, the person who buys that Jeep isn't is a doing fucking, anything cool. Well, okay, yes, they're they're fucking idiots. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna be like, I got a Jeep now, so I'm gonna go take it off road because that already happens with like white suburban moms and gay dudes. You know, and I love Jeeps, by the way. No, 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 it's funny because I I, uh, I pointed that out. We we're I was going to lunch with some guys uh, the other day, and yeah, it's like the number one. Yeah, it's vehicles, the Jeep Wrangler, and I don't get it closely man. by the Subaru yeah. Outback or the Forester or whatever. And it's funny because there's there's a there's an old lesbian couple we see um, riding bikes all the time, and they're friendly. I mean, I, I'm, there's no issue here, but right, they have a Jeep Wrangler, so and a Subaru Outback. Oh my god, what <laughs> the fuck? It, you know, and it, and it sucks for somebody like I. I love Jeeps. They're amazing. They're fun. I think it's because like gay people. Is it, what is it with gay people, they want, like, out, they want to be outdoorsy, you know? It's the thing. Like, gay people want to be, like, outdoorsy people. I, I went hiking. I love the outdoors. I, we're in such a weird time because there can be, you know, kind of trends. And, you know, another word for trend would even be stereotype. And, and there can be truth to all of those things, mm-hmm. you know, to one degree or another. They're not, like, absolute. It's, you know, a spectrum of things. But if it tends to fall on one side of the fence... It, you know, easily becomes an expectation. And a lot of times they tend to sort of have a lot of truth to them. But the problem with today's world is you're not allowed to say that. Yeah, you're right. We're probably going to get doxxed and get uh, taken off the air. I know, right? Air, or it was a podcast. What do they go after podcasts? You know? That's coming. Yeah. I think that's the next big frontier of, you know, there's going to be a a room full of people listening or, you know, an AI that's really good at understanding voices and hear for yeah. words and phrases and be, I mean, you know, that's coming. I, I would bet you money that Apple and Google and Amazon are already spending tons of money in figuring out how to do just that. But yeah. And probably not even of their own volition. I bet government and, or some and, NGO that's directly tied to the government is, mm-hmm. is doing that. And even then let's say, let's just say that does happen. And people can start getting taken off the air. Like, people like we will do like what Alex Jones did. And 
he'll just has have his own website, right? But then you got to think about like you remember uh, Parler when like Amazon Web Services shut him down, right? So you got to worry about that. Then let's say you just are, I guess, self sufficient enough to where you just have your own servers and everything, which is is hard to do, and it's very expensive. Right. I mean, if you're looking, if you're going, if you're getting millions and millions of hits, like Parler was, or even Alex Jones. Although Alex Jones does do his own stuff, um, so then you then then you go one step further, and then what about the internet service provider? Yeah, like they, they could they could eventually be like, nah, you said you said bad things. You know this so. is this is interesting, and this uh, so John McAfee, right? I just um, saw something about him the other day. Yeah, so you know he's he's the uh, you know super rich you know playboy guy started McAfee antivirus made a fortune. <laughs> Um, and he's dead now. Went on to be an absolute nut job who may or may not have killed somebody in South America and faked mm-hmm. his death and escaped and went to Texas and then was on the run for a long time and got caught in some hotel, mm-hmm. put in prison, and then allegedly died in prison. But for some reason, his body's still in a cooler and has never been released to his wife, and he's never actually had a funeral. So it's weird. Maybe right? he's dead. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Um, I don't think he's dead. Anyway, once upon a time, he was talking about this problem. I don't know, 20 years ago. And, and it's kind of always stuck with me then. And he was really passionately like, we need to come up with some kind of an ad hoc device system, right? Where the internet isn't really, it wouldn't be the internet like it is today, but if I had something locally on my device and you could connect to my device through through some means, you yeah. could have access to these things that I put into this location. And they don't exist like on a cloud somewhere. You have to physically be in an area. And if you scale that up enough, then ultimately you do have kind of a you know, local area network kind of thing, right? Right, just a giant local area network yeah. where people can and access so, each other. So yeah. I, I'm screwing some of the details. He was a little more technical than that. But he was saying something like this is going to have to be the future because this is the only way that people are ever going to have... Um, freedom like that and i kind of think about it like old local band cd type stuff Mm -hmm. right like the only way you would ever found it is if you lived in that town and you know went to a show or something like that and got the oddball cd i've done that a couple times and um but it would never else it would never just be out there so there would never be an opportunity for someone to pull the plug and they could never really shut it down because you know there's not a single point where you turn it off and it's just gone forever it's kind of like the uh well the beauty of something like the pirate bay or BitTorrent. Right, you yeah. know, whatever yeah. that is, but even that would be subject to kind of a mass ISP issue, right? If right, yeah. And and the thing is, nowadays most people don't even do their own servers. No, like they have a host, like Amazon Web Services. Yeah, I mean, it, it really to be able to host your own shit, like for like a small, a small little website, like. That's not getting very many hits, you know. Yeah, like a little blog or something would be. Yeah, you could host your own thing. If you're getting tons of hits and lots of traffic and lots of people pulling files and information off it, oh yeah, it's yeah expensive real quick. And then you have to have the bandwidth to be able to support that. Mm -hmm. So then, I mean, that's 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 difficult because even then, like a lot of internet service service providers, even for like businesses, won't they 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 can't even send out that kind of bandwidth right to for you to have those kind of speeds. You know, business business internet's like obviously quick, better than you know what you get for your residential. But there comes to a point when they're going to be like, "Well, hey, hold on, we can't even keep up with this shit." Hence, why people go to these giant fucking places, right? And just use Amazon Web Services for their host because they can pay it, and they're you know they're in cahoots with these ISPs and yada yada yada. yada. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of a scary thought how how really close we are to. I don't know, man. You know, looking back. You know, the, the greatest generation, right, they always refer to as kind of, well, like my grandparents, the mm-hmm. 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, when they were growing up, World War II and all that stuff. Yeah. And the baby boomers were their kids, blah, blah, blah. When men were men and they weren't women. I don't know. I, I think looking back on it, our generation might be the one that has had. Oh, we've had way more shit. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> and, and you don't really think about that because history doesn't really become history until, you know, you're old and out of there. But, I mean... Heck, World Trade Center bombing in 93, Bosnia, and then, uh, you know, the the birth of the internet, 9-11, the war on terror, the Patriot Act, the 2008 collapse, you know, and then uh, the COVID thing, you know, the Ukraine situation, which is basically, I mean, World War Three exists. Yeah. It's just the, the major player of the United States and the major player of China haven't engaged yet. 
Yeah, it's kind of and like and uh, well, I haven't engaged like directly and openly. Well, they're doing but, it through uh, proxy right now, but but that's it's nuts, man. Like our, our entire upbringing, there has never been a time where the United States has not been at war somewhere on the earth, and there has never been more than say a ten year time period where there hasn't been some sort of big economic fallout from a from some sort of either stock bust or a banking failure or whatever. The, that, whatever That's that cycle is, is accelerating. After World War II, they figured out how much money they can make off war. And then, like, you talked in the beginning of this, you know, the people that are uh, messing with the money, who deserve more than a wrist slap, figured out they're only going to get a wrist slap. So it's just, just rinse and repeat. Well, that and I think, you know, you really have to think about the United States in terms of empire, right? Or even, you know, compared to Rome or something. Because in order to keep growing, the empire has to keep expanding, right? And so any upstart who comes and wants to try to chip away at the empire has to go away. And anybody who wants to do something outside of the empire has to be put down, right? Hence, that's why you blow up the pipeline to Germany and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And I think it's always been that way post-World War II, you know, and the advantage was all the Americans because we were the only place that wasn't blown to smithereens. Um but it's all out in the open. So I think they got away with it in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and even the 2000s just because, you know, culture and then just reality. I mean, there was like, you know, a half a dozen news channels at any given time that could really just get their shit straight from the FBI and the CIA. And there was a thing came out not long ago that said exactly how they do that. You know, they take some young reporter that wants to climb the ladder out and, hey, I work for the FBI and, you know, we're going to go have dinner or whatever and... But, oh, by the way, here's some little nuggets for you. Like, yeah. You know, those nuggets are intentional. Yeah. And then they go and they publish it, and then it turns out to be true. And so, oh, my gosh, we got to do it again. I have my secret sources. And it becomes, it's a racket, right? Yeah. And uh, people willingly gobble it up. It's not as if they're intentionally evil. It's just human nature. They're, they're just yeah. easy to, you know. And then, Well, so they broke, that person broke a big story, and then they got money out of yeah. it. Yeah. And, they're gonna and keep then now th- there's kind of... The internet free-for-all, that's not really a barrier anymore because anybody can see something and record something and say something and anybody can have a thought. And they have no real way to stop that, which is why, you know, a lot of people kind of ignore it. But like the whole Twitter thing and the Facebook thing is a big deal because it shows that they know that and they are actively afraid of it, right? Mm -hmm. They have to control this narrative. And yeah, there's bad information out there and people make mistakes, but that's freedom, right? Yeah. You know, and the biggest one that blows me away and just proof that most people are NPCs is at this point the COVID thing. I mean, there's hmm. so much information out there. I mean, and hell, a bunch of our old episodes are because, you know, we kind of got started right in the middle of all that is all COVID crap. And that's all conspiracies at the time, right? And you're not allowed to say it and people getting canceled and blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, it's all coming out. That, Literally, that was all, everything it was all true. Thing it was all true. It was true. And then you know <clears> now <throat> you know now there's really smart people, you know, that are waking up to it and they're like, well, gee, how was I supposed to know? Where was this information? And it's like, okay, it's so the, the internet <laughs> that and all over the internet. It's that you had really bad instincts and you put your trust in the wrong places because you do not think as an individual, right? You yeah. put yourself in this little house, right? And and I. I mean, we all have that to some degree, but... Well, a lot of those people, for their entire lives, that's all they've known, though, either. Like, you know, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I always go back to this example, like newspapers. We talked about that earlier. And, like, there was a point when they actually put out, you know, news. It's what they were for. So our grandparents, grandparents, and our grandparents, they learned to trust the newspaper. So why would you not trust something when that's all you've ever known? Well, right. And, and like the government, you know, well, their government's not there to like mess with us. They're not going to do bad things. Well, and that's, they're, that's, they're, that's, they're that's, that's the good. purpose of the institutions is to do things that normal people don't have time or the will or the desire or could not run an economy and pay attention to those things at the same time. The institutions exist for a reason. I get that. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to rely on those institutions. It's just... You know, looking back on it, and maybe this is just part of being kind of a history nerd, is history is all kind of fucked up. <laughs> the institutions have always been kind of fucked up. Well, the so, thing is, it's yeah. like once you, once, like, with, you know, the power, they, 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 they get that power, and it's like, well, you know, I have this power now. What am I going to do with this power? Am I use it for good? Well, if I use it for bad, I can get this, I can get this, I can get this. And it always fucking ends up being fucking bad. 
because people are just greedy and they want, they like the power. Well, then they get more power, then they get more power. So it never stops. And then people just keep trusting it and like, well, you know, they've always done right by me. But then you also got people that just, they don't care either. Like the other day at work, I was talking to a guy and he's a really good guy. And uh, I talk to him every day and, you know, he's like, I don't really, you know, I don't like want to talk about politics and stuff. I'm like, why? You know, and, and I, and I probably have calmed down from what I used to talk to people about politics, but like, you know, it's like, no, people should be talking about this kind of shit because when you yeah. don't talk about this kind of shit, people in the background are doing shit. And that way you're not paying attention and they're constantly just inching a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. And eventually they've gone so far, you can't go back from it. Then you're like, oh fuck, what do we do now? It's too fucking late. Well, how do we fix it? It's too fucking late. That or or to fix it is a giant reset and it's going to take like a a war. Yeah. And that's what I think, you know, is the ultimate problem with like the MAGA Trump Trump people. You know, I would empathize with in a lot of ways, but, you know, you're looking for the institutions and the kind of person who caused all these problems to also be the one to fix it. And that's not how this works. Right. Well, Q, though, you you trust a plan, man. Right, right. Another. so I'm kind of cynical, I guess. I, don't, I think the institutions are so out of whack, they're not going to be saved. I look at it as an empire that has gone off the rails. Oh, for sure. And we're in for a really rough period of time moving mm-hmm. forward. And if we can sort through the rough time, if we do a few important things, like you know, bring more power back to the state, which for no other reason, this isn't a red or blue thing, it's just put the centers of power back into a smaller geographic area with a smaller population, because that gives each area a greater chance of succeeding moving forward. The feds, the fed level stuff is forget about it. doesn't matter if you got a Republican or a Democrat, it's all the same no. mono cult crap and it's all going off the cliff. Um, I've toned down a lot. I think since the, the COVID thing, cause you know, for me it, it became such a reputational thing mm-hmm. and I was just kind of tired of it. And then honestly it gets kind of depressing, you know, just, just feeling cynical or whatever all the time. Like, Oh my gosh. Cause you know, anybody who spends any amount of time following news or politics, you see the theater for what it is and just nonstop theater. And, and these are not occasional things. It's every day, just an insane amount of, you know, grandstanding and empty words and bills with names that don't have anything. To, like, how many times have you seen Inflation Reduction Act? Yeah. But then the thing they go on to talk about has absolutely nothing to do with inflation. In but fact, the, causes more inflation. For the NPC, though, they're helping. They're really trying. Yeah. Or, or even, you know, to go, um, I don't know. There was something Trump said today and reading it was just bananas. You know, he was talking about the SVB failure and inflation and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, you like were throwing bones to these big banks left and right. And then single-handedly printed the most new money in America in response to a bullshit thing that you knew was a bunch of made-up voodoo and left out. You know what I mean? Like, you can't wash your hands of this and walk away. But there's still people that lap that up, which is just, yeah, we're just all going off the cliff. You you can take the left path, it goes off the cliff. Or you can take the right path, and it goes by a tree. But then it also goes off the cliff. (laughs) I was going to say it goes off the cliff just a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk, we want to see grandstanding, though. Follow Joe Biden on Twitter. Holy oh, fuck. man, it's so bad. How it many more so tweets are there going to be about, I'm going to get after them high bank fees. Yeah. <laughs> them overdraft fees are killing them regular folks. That's, and you know, that's... Somebody just messaged me the other day that they needed to buy food and medicine, but that overdraft fee, you know, it just... Uh, and so somebody really, like, you... I would you, do you a get, Joe Biden voice, but it would just be like... <laughs> My hair Come on, man. in the water... <laughs> Actually, that 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 fee thing, I laughed when I saw that. Cause it, it's like, well, you know, I mean, people gobble that shit up, though, man. But it's did. it's just people in the cold. Their brain is well, like yeah. turned off. It's like, well, you you did that. Like, if you didn't put your money in a bank, you just had the money at home in a piggy bank, let's say. So it's a much smaller bank. When you run out, you run out. Like, there's no forgiveness, and then you know, do I think the overdraft fees are ridiculous? Yes. Like the banks right. make so much money on overdraft fees. It should just be when you run out, it's shut off. Yeah. I swiped my debit card, didn't go through. That's because you have no money in there. Right. But I got to pay my, well, sorry. Sorry about your luck. I mean, I don't know. That people, but it, that people got to learn how to take responsibility for that. Well, and the other one I've, I've seen a lot too is that, oh, the Republicans want to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. Well, I mean, kind of, because yes. they're the two biggest burdens. On the public, and 
I, maybe we could have a conversation about those things, but not as we're doing a trillion dollars a year in defense budget to go fight all these wars around the world and police the planet Earth. Yeah, um, given money. Maybe we could pay. have that conversation in a, in a different environment, but that environment doesn't exist and isn't going to exist anytime soon. It doesn't look like. Yeah. And I think part of the the reason for that is is so Social Security is insolvent come very early twenty thirties. It's going to fail. Yeah. Right. The only way they can shore it up is to steal a whole bunch more money from you and me and print a whole bunch more money out of thin air. And they could kick the can down the road another 10 years or so, but everything else at home is just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse so that when the bubble finally does pop, it's just worse than it would be if we just popped it now. Right. And so I think the framing of, you know, Republicans want to get rid of all these things is more preparing people in the cult so that when they inevitably do fail sometime in the early 2030s, most likely that they just point the finger, right? Because then, oh, see, I knew it. I knew it. Republican got elected in 2024 and then again in, you know, 2028. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where we're That's at. how it always happens. That's where we're at. It's, yeah. it's just narrative and they know it. Um, you know, Social Security was never even, I mean, it was always bullshit to begin with. I mean, it was, what, 1934, 35, 36, somewhere in that time frame. It was FDR. And it was it was the classic, like, election bullshit, right? On the heels of the Great Depression, all these people lost their money and their wages, especially the old and stuff like that. And so, oh, social safety net. We'll just start paying people cash in the mail because we're never going to let this happen again. It's the same thing with, like, bailing out SVB, even though they made a bunch of dumb decisions. Yeah. And uh, people lapped it up. And there's this whole boomer thing where it's, man, I can't believe the government screwed up Social Security and all that money's not there. It's like, dude, that money was never there. The first people to get checks never paid anything into it. This has been what that system is the whole time. It managed yeah. to skate for a long time because the way the population was was so lopsided to one direction that you could sort of pretend it worked for a while, but it was never going to pan out long term because you can't keep that up. And, uh, man, it's just, it's going to be crazy, a man. People, <laughs> people are stupid. Well, and you know, on that note, people would always point to like, some of the Scandinavian countries are like China, right? Where they do have all these big social safety nets. And, you know, we sit here and talk about like our demographic issues and things like that a lot. But, dude, those countries are worse off than we are. Yeah. And, and you know, you don't hear that here. It's, oh, let's just do healthcare like England does or like Canada. And it's like, dude, those systems are even There's more a reason underwater. why people come to the United States for like life saving surgeries. I mean, there's things we can like, improve for sure. Like, you know, yeah. the, the way our insurance system works is 100% makes things a lot more expensive than they need to be. So, you know, like, I mean, there's people that go to like South America and Central America for like expensive dental work and mm -hmm. things like, I mean, there's, there's definitely flaws in our system. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, turning it over to the death squad camp, you know, is not a good not idea. An improvement. Not a good idea. Huh. When do you guys want to start this car podcast? I don't know. I've been thinking about that one a lot. I think it'd be fun to do. Yeah. I think we just get together and just bullshit, talk about some cars. I think it'll be a good time. Yeah, I think so. So, for the listeners, wait, if I, if I have talked about, I think for a while now, really, probably like, probably like a year, or maybe close to it, about starting like a podcast, like... Centered around more about cars, I guess. Yeah, cars uh, or, or, you know, it could even be like a boat or an airplane or, you know what I mean? Just like something kind of mechanical, yeah. like dude. Dude stuff. You know, not yeah. really. I mean, not that there wouldn't be news type stuff involved, but uh, just different. Probably less political. Sure. I mean, you know. Politics would come into it, you know. I mean, obviously sure. we'd end up talking about like electric cars or planes or whatever, but, yeah, but that would be, be about the extent of it. Like this podcast would probably stay around still, but. Or hell, maybe this podcast just morphs into it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't really care. We already got the uh, stuff set up for it, so we don't have to really go set it up. I don't know if Up the Creek would describe a car podcast. I always liked the idea, like octane and alcohol. Yeah, right, because it's gasoline and drinking beer. Exactly, <laughs> and it also it is like race, you know, alcohol. Right, you know, it's yep. uh, like race fuel. So, yeah. Could just go out and just change the name altogether than people that are currently listening. So I, I did that with a, uh, the one of my original podcasts, and uh, I just ended up changing the name. But, but it, it, it worked because it's centered around the same 
like stuff. We just bullshit and stuff like that. So when I started mine, it was waiting in, right? Yeah. It was a, a pun on my name. Sure. But I changed it to lore and legends because those were more searchable. Yeah. And it worked out, you know, because none of the episodes changed. I didn't change anything I was doing. It was just, you know, that name was more likely to pop up. And it, it worked. And I haven't done one of those in, gosh, it's probably been six months. We know when we when we originally started this podcast, I don't think we ever were like a hundred percent centered around politics and stuff. I remember in our well, freaking, it was it was it was yeah in the picture right. It's like Bigfoot and aliens, and then there, you know there's like yeah. some cynical politics with up the creek. You know everything's just a shit show. But it was the COVID thing. That's what it, it, it just swooped in and it yeah. just took over. And like just how, how do you not address political. the the, the yeah. elephant in the room? Right, 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 right. So now, now that COVID's coming to an, well, I guess, I don't know. well, COVID, this round of COVID's coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I actually saw they just granted, or were looking into granting emergency approval for a <laughs> Omicron variant vaccine. Right? What? Just, just to tell you what a ridiculous handout government is giving to all these big pharma companies. And, the, and it's completely under the radar. You know, and then like Fauci's NIH, right? They got 400, almost $500 million in royalties from the Moderna vaccine. Yeah, I read that. It's just what such a corrupt. Fuck? Yeah, it's so bad. Well, how many polit- politicians made so much money off this? Well, you know, and, and one thing I think people are missing, and this is going to be a story now and then in the near future, uh, the Chinese lab thing, right? People were saying that from the get-go, and on and on and on. But, but here's the thing. The lab was physically in China. And because it's China, yes, the government has a hand in what's going on. However, that's just a facility and where it happens to be. The researchers that were dicking around with the COVID vaccine were Americans, Britons, and Australians Mm -hmm. through EcoHealth Alliance and a bunch of money from the NIH and the American government. Why would they go do it over there in China? Because it's illegal in the United States, in Britain, in Australia. So they have to go somewhere else to do it. Kind of like they do with Metabiota, Hunter Biden's big company in the Ukraine. Yeah. You know, so they're doing all the things that they know they're not supposed to do. They just go do it somewhere else away from the American prying eyes where there's where our system would hold them accountable and shut them down. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, it probably did leak out of a lab in China, you know, Wuhan, China and escape. And yeah, the Chinese government probably did attempt to cover it up. And there's a track record of that because the Chinese military at one point intervened in the lab and stuff even. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course they would. If something like that happened in the States, we'd probably do the exact same thing. The difference is China's just a little more secretive about it. Um, And I'm not making an excuse for China, but I just really cannot stress enough that the people that really need to hang over that probably look a lot like you and me. Yeah, that's very true. You know, what's crazy, too, is uh, I I said earlier, I texted you guys about this, and it was... Like in 10 years, you know, we're going to see those commercials, those corny commercials. Like, were you affected by the COVID-19 vaccine for Moderna or Pfizer? Right. You're entitled to a, you know, because we're like two years in and I was scrolling through Twitter and there's like now people are having brain issues. We, we know about the heart stuff, right? Right. Now people are having like legitimate brain problems with this shit. And it's like, what's next? I mean, that's oh, crazy. But in 10 years... People get some money, but these people that made millions, they're going to go live their lives and be happy. Right. So this is why, and I say it a lot, the, the communist people, that, that's why they exist. Because all they see is greedy capitalism, right? Yeah. That's what, ha- that's what it's, it's like, well, no, capitalism's not so bad, but greed. So instead of focusing on what the root, well, the root cause yeah, of the so, natural So really, is, our version of capitalism resembles communism more than it does capitalism, but because we keep calling it capitalism and we keep pretending like we have a free market and a free system, you know, the, the sort of the sort of commie that would sit on the couch and just kind of have a minimal understanding, he mm-hmm. looks at it and says that our system is effed. And I empathize with that because his instinct that something is wrong is is correct. You know, we live in a world where the government can just print infinite money or take whatever they want from you and I, yeah. throw us in jail if, they, if we say something they don't like. And then just give money to all their friends. And then when their friends screw up, they can just cover it up, bail them out, do whatever. I mean, you know, or use government money to buy a bunch of product that nobody would actually choose on their own in order to make a bunch of money. And then when it causes problems, they just cover it up and don't talk about it and they move on. That is Soviet Union level shit, right? And that's what's going on here. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we still have the stars and stripes illusion that, you know, everything is just great and peachy and that would never happen here in my country. Well, you know, land of the three. 
You know, it's it's uh that that's just like the uh, we talk about electric cars earlier. Yeah, and I was gonna say it like the electric cars suck. If it was a good idea, you wouldn't need this big push for it. No, the same thing goes with all well. This shit. Like, electric cars aren't even new. They tried pitching them back in the twenties and stuff. Oh, they're yeah. so fucking old. They didn't yeah. work. Like, they didn't work back in. Do, or one day, electric car is going to be a thing. Probably, I could see it. Yeah, a hundred years from now. I don't. know. Maybe two hundred years from now. Not right now. No. Like if if it if it works, you don't have to convince people to go to it. Just like that fucking vaccine, people would go take that vaccine. If but when you try forcing shit on people, people aren't stupid. Well, a lot of people aren't stupid. A lot of people are stupid though. But people understand, like, okay, something's not right. Why are you forcing it so hard? Right. You know, it's it. If if it works and it's a good idea, you don't have to do that with people. Right. And I, and I think that's one thing also that America is different than a lot of other countries because we have kind of that free will to think like that. And I think in a lot of other countries, they don't necessarily have that. I guess to the degree we do, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of baked into our what's left of you know american culture especially mm-hmm. in like the midwest or the south a little bit of distrust of the government and the system you know it's just normal yeah. uh, and it's always been like that but it's increasingly less so you know especially as you get to the coasts and the mega city areas you know everybody just kind of follows in line just another one of the sheep the, right? the matrix i mean yeah, yeah. anywho well, I think that could probably wrap it up for this episode, man. We yeah, we'll have to do while. another one here pretty quick because we didn't talk about the Chinese balloon situation. Oh, yeah. And we didn't really even talk about Ukraine. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever. Yeah. Do it here in a few days if you want. For sure. Let's do it. Okay. All right, folks. I think that'll do it. <laughs> See you. <laughs>